0: Welcome to the Chasing Tone Podcast. I am Brian Wampler. Mm-hmm. I'm Max. Max Jeffries. Both of yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, today on today's show, we got some cool stuff. We talk about where to put your EQ on a pedal board and why and how that changes the sound of things. We talk about uh, the, the advice we give to someone who's just starting out on a guitar. And we also talk about our uh, first piece of good gear, right? Yeah. All right. So with that, Let's get into the show.
1: Question is, how do I use EQ on a pedal board, and why would I want to? What's the difference when it's in the loop, and what's the difference in using it in front of or behind distortion?
0: That's a good question. So right now, I have uh, it set up. I have the guitar going through a tuner, and um, that going into the Boss EQ, and that going into our plex distortion, and then it goes into another EQ, but for, for a different reason. And then it's going into, what are we running into? We're running into a, a deluxe reverb. So um, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna demonstrate what happens whenever you put it in front of it. Also, I'll boost the mids and it's gonna give you more of like what a tube scrimmer would do. Um, I can also boost the level and it gives you more gain as well. And we can even actually change the EQ and make it into a fuzz. So without anything is on, without any uh, uh, EQ on, just the Plex torsion. Uh, I'll let Max play my brand new smoking hot Ibanez RG three hundred and
1: fifty MDX. It's awesome. It feels like it's made out of MDF. That's that's the <laughs> <laughs> for you wood guys out there. That's like sawdust and that's, glue. Uh, that's a carpenter joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, sorry. That's, that's terrible. That's, it's been a while. We haven't had one of these. This is—it's a, a little awkward. A, little, my hands are a little sweaty. sweaty. I know. It feels like a first date again.
0: Yeah, I know. So like we're gonna but, snuggle after but, this. This and... time, don't touch my butt. he's buying me dinner.
1: Anyways, <laughs> so without further awkwardness, and Brian hit my uh, tuner. <laughs> oh yeah. My kill switch. Yeah, you're you know, your mute switch. That's oh. a make max
0: shut up switch. <laughs> Did you buy that lick at Toys R Us? I
1: did as a uh, Fisher-Price my first lick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right so let me boost around boost 800k or boost 1.6k and 400 just a bit and um, let's see that's probably about 12 DB or so at the most so same thing I'll kick on the pedal right in the middle view plan So let me take some bass down. I've got the level all the way up, so that's probably a cool thing. Play like a chord without it. We'll, uh, turn it on play it. gain it's true you like the way it feels
1: uh, yeah this guitar is definitely not known for tone <laughs> it's known for A-tone, a, but... a- tone it's not a good one but it does that tone very well
0: <laughs> okay so let me let's fuzz it up so I'm gonna increase all the bottom end you fuzz it up <laughs> Definitely fuzz. Yeah. So, so and that's, that's, I've heard a lot of people ask about what's the difference between a fuzz and distortion. A uh, Big difference is the way that you make a fuzz is you make a bunch of bass distort and then at the back end, you take the bass out. So it's not too boomy. Hmm. So and so that's really what I'm just approximating here. Is that a word? That's probably a word, right? Approximating? Sure. Yeah. We'll roll with it. Yeah. It's a, it, I just made it up. So if... Not a word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> approximating. It's
1: like hypothesizing. <laughs>
0: That's weird too. Yeah, sure. So, anyways, <laughs> we're increasing the bass on the EQ. Uh, I took out the bass on the Plex because if I if I run it normal, look how boomy it gets. <sighs> Kind of big-muffy that way. Yeah, not not like, so. Not like a straight-up big-muff, but that sort of fuzzy type of, type of tone. Put you in the ballpark. Yeah, so so that's whenever you run it before it. Um, give me just a second. I'll swap the pedals. I'll put the EQ behind the Plex Dorsion, and we'll do the same exact test. Cool. All right, so running the Plex Dorsion with the same settings into the EQ, um, I'll do the same thing. I will boost the mids up about the same way. Take some. <laughs> He's good. You're loving on my arm with that neck, aren't you? <laughs> little RG love. The, the little RG love. Okay. So um, I may have to ride the volume on the on the EQ a little bit because it's actually, it's increasing signal which made us store the mic since the amp will be louder. So that's what I'll be doing here. All right, so let's see, without the pedal, without the EQ pedal. I gotta hit my max up switch. Uh, <laughs> Okay, what are you waiting on? Okay, now with the cute It's like, wait a
1: It's like honky now. Hey, 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 hey! You gotta censor
0: me again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we are in Martinsville. Okay, so now let me, let me do the same thing. Let me turn the bass up all the way. I'm going to have to turn this level down. <laughs> it, I mean, i yeah. probably clipped the mic when we turned it down a little more. So like somebody put a blanket on your hand. Yeah, it's it's, it's
1: basically the suck setting. You know <laughs> the mean? suck setting. So Between that and this guitar, that's, that's a great <laughs> equation for suck.
0: So, but I mean, what I like to do, like personally, it, I mean, it's all about... What you feel like you're missing, and what you want, you know. So, like, maybe I, maybe I actually want to drop some of that eight hundred hertz out. Um, maybe I want to add a little, just a little bit more highs to it. Maybe, like, maybe, like, for example, if you're gonna play on the neck pickup, you probably want a little more highs to it, you know. Um, and with the pedal on, it sounds like this. So, not that that's that much better. Really hearing that bridge? Yeah, the difference. So you know, if if I was just going to be using the the neck pickup, I probably would set up. Um, I, I'm, I'm sorry. If I was switching back between the bridge and the neck, oh, gotcha. I would probably turn that turn it off with the uh, bridge, and with the neck, I would probably set the 6.4k up just a smidge, and that would give me a little little bit of something in the neck. like single lines or something like that. So like a. Versus. So there's really like no set way you have to use it. It just, I mean, it depends on the amp. If it was a, if it's a really dull amp, that's a good trick to brighten it up is hit that 6.4k up a little bit. Other EQs have different points as well. So it could be, I don't remember the points on like an MXR off the top of my head, but let's say I probably would want it more around 8K or something for more like presence. Um, If if you're using an amp that doesn't have a lot of bottom end, then increasing the 100 a bit and the 200 just a smidgen does a ton of difference um, for for something like that. But this amp, I mean, it's it's got quite a... Decent amount of bass, it sounds like, yeah. so in yeah. the room anyways.
1: You can use this kind of the same thing. Like if you prefer switching between like single coils, mm-hmm. that sounded different, or humbuckers that sound different, mm-hmm. could you use that EQ to kind of make them more homogenous? Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Same or way. even, even nice. like like if you had a Les Paul, for example, yeah. and you're switching back between Les Paul and like a Strat, two drastically different sounds. <laughs> Very. You know, and, and so you may have the EQ set up differently, like for the Les Paul to make it work with your amp you're using or whatever. Awesome. You know what I mean? Um, or you could just be that you have a really sucky distortion pedal, that, <laughs> and you want to make it. You want to put some shine on it. Now that's that's another way to do it. Is just using an EQ after it. So, anyways, so that's how I would use an EQ before or after. As far as using it inside of an effects loop, it's basically going to be the same thing. So, I mean, it's it's going to act pretty much the same way as we have here. Um, assuming we're using a clean channel. If we're using a dirty channel of the amp, it's the same principle. So before the distortion is just going to kind of tailor those frequencies that get distorted. Um, if you put it in the loop, it's going to act just like it does here, where where you run it after the distortion and actually change the frequencies uh, rather, you know, after they're distorted. So I think that makes sense. Yeah, does that make sense to you? Okay. What advice would you give a new guitar player?
1: Practice makes perfect, and like especially like students I've had or that sort of thing. I get, a, especially a lot of beginners that'll play like an hour or two hours straight, and they're so frustrated because they feel like they haven't made a lot of a headway. I tell my students, or just any any advice in general, is 15 minutes at a time. Pick it up, you know, after you get done eating your sandwich, 15 minutes. Wake up, play for 15 minutes. 15 minutes, five or six times a day is really a lot of focused practice. Um, that's, that's it, good just, just, just hack at it, you know?
0: Yeah. Don't get frustrated. What What about the kid that, I mean, so let me ask you this question if you're just starting out if you're like all gung-ho like i'm gonna be the next steve i or whatever are you going to practice four hours every night starting out or do you think that's a good way to burn out
1: that's a good way to burn out i mean i really do like at least like for me being a guitar player and like i know my attention spans small because i can barely look at the camera while i'm talking about this <laughs> is you know 15 minutes at a time that's really after 15 minutes i'm like oh my god like how many youtube videos have you watched like 15 minutes or like Oh, okay, anything past that, you're fast-forwarding parts or you're doing this or you're doing that. Right. 15 minutes, concentrated practice, then put it down, do anything else, you know, non-guitar related, then come back to it.
0: That's a good analogy. YouTube videos, yeah. 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 If you can't watch four hours of YouTube videos straight in a row, <laughs> you're probably not going to play guitar for four straight hours.
1: There's some guy but, watching this podcast It's like, Max is talking, we're going to fast-forward this part, you know. It's, <laughs> he's looking at the timeline. <laughs> Max answers this question.
0: Damn. So, <laughs> so I mean... yeah. I would, yeah, that's great advice. I, I tend to, I'm not like a like virtuoso, of course, and like most of my practicing is because I'm practicing for, <laughs> like, like practicing my A and G chords, you know, while I'm <laughs> you know, running through some effect or something, right? Um, so like I tend to think, don't, don't worry so much about like what pedal you're using or what amp you're using. Gu- Guitar-wise, I mean, as long as it's set up decent and plays decent, then you're in good shape. Um, you don't want the action to be, you know, that high off the fretboard. So your thirty-dollar guitar probably isn't going to be your best bet. But I mean, like this was like one hundred and sixty bucks or something, right? So it, and it's so it's pretty expensive. But I mean, it, it'd be That's just cool yeah. I mean, it'd be just fine for someone starting out, you know. And um, and not not that it has to be an awesome Ibanez from the eighties or whatever. But um, you know, just something that that uh, that plays decent. Uh, don't worry about amps or anything. I mean, the truth is, like, okay, if I'm if I'm mimicking how I'm going to be as a very beginning <laughs> guitar player, then I'm going to turn the guitar upside down. Let me, let me turn off my distortion because that's pretty pointless for this exercise. So, you know, I'm a beginning guitar player. I've just learned my first few chords.
1: You got the max strap switch on. I got the... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so that's that's my that's my G yeah. chord. And then I, I also got the C chord. That's hard to do backwards. Okay.
1: it's nice. You know? Got my got my gear shifter. Got the
0: gear shifter, yeah. So I mean it's not If if I'm at that level, there is no pedal that's going to make that change any different. In fact, let's put on a $200 pedal and play the same thing and see what it does. It's real nice.
1: (laughs) Wang, 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 bar.
0: Yeah, and, and then I got like, let's do a bar chord, let me think how to do this here, so, yeah. Uh, that's hard to do that like that. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. Healy style. So yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Got a Roadhouse next. So I mean, it's it's quite a bit different than if you're if you're at a level where, where you're going. Whoops. <laughs> <What's> that. <laughs> I mean, not that I'm great, but I mean, if you're playing licks and that sort of thing. You're at that point. Your ear is probably gonna be developed enough where you're starting to hear the difference between a cheaper distortion yeah. or a cheaper guitar or a cheaper amp. You, you know what I mean? Something that's just doesn't have a attention to detail that, that a higher end product is going to have. You know. So that's what I would say. Less 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 Mel Bay or less eBay. More Mel Bay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I stole that off the gear page, by the way. <laughs> uh, so next question.
1: What was your first quality piece of gear?
0: So Max, what was your first good piece of gear—guitar, or amp, or pick, cable?
1: Honestly, it'd probably be my guitar. It's actually in my office. I have to get Bob to get some pictures of it. It's a 90, 1997 California Series Strat. It was one of these like really weird Strats where they like painted in Mexico and the pickups are Mexican, or the body and neck are uh, American, and they like they came between the two factories and assembled it. And realize it probably cost too much to ship back and forth. But I worked like all summer and saved up like every penny I had to, to get it. So
0: mm-hmm. I, I'll start with yeah. my pedal because actually, this is one of the very first pedal I had that was good. It was probably my first decent pedal. So I'd had a lot of $30, $20 distortion pedals, you know. Yeah, rock Because mom wouldn't buy me anything. <laughs> Thanks, mom. wouldn't buy anything expensive. So, you know, and I started playing like 7 or whatever. I got a picture we could throw up here too in a seven 7 Uh But anyways, the, I actually uh, sold this to a friend and bought it back to him. And it was it's an old OD-1. Boss OD-1. <laughs> Those are cool though. Yeah, it, it doesn't have a power jack. I don't know why. Did you check it out? But um, no, I didn't. It came that way so i got it i got it used off someone replace and your
1: output jack there or at least the nut. It,
0: i i probably have the skills now to actually <laughs> put another one in i might i might try that at some point i don't, I don't know i'll have to look on the internet to see if there's any directions. so i'll do that <laughs> max <laughs> put your soldering gun. but you know my first good guitar was uh, i think it was like a west tone which is like not that great but it was like yeah. it was better than like the. Eighty dollar guitar I was playing at the time because <laughs> yeah. it was like a hundred and eighty or whatever. Uh, Did you
1: hit your brother with that guitar?
0: No, that was my acoustic. Oh, okay. My very first acoustic was, it was like <laughs> you know I was like seven, six or seven and uh, I wanted a guitar for Christmas, and uh, my parents Santa Claus brought me an acoustic guitar. With this, it was felt like it was set up more for slide because the, the action <laughs> yeah, that was so bad. Ride. So yeah, he made me mad and I hit him in the butt with it and shattered it. <laughs> and he was like seven years older than me. So he didn't like, he just like lifted me up and like, don't ever do that again. You know? Merry Christmas. <laughs> it was a great Christmas moment. Let me tell you, that makes for scarring memories. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, let's see, My actually, probably my actually first one is, it's not even over there, darn it. it it's my uh, Fender Telecaster, my 52. Telecaster, so 52 reissue, and uh, yeah, I was at uh, what, what it wasn't called. What was it called? Mars Music. Oh yeah, Mo- yeah. Remember, yeah, remember yeah. that Mars Music. It's the same as now, I think. Yeah. yeah. So I was playing in a band, my first country band. I <laughs> yeah. went from playing like like rockier type college stuff, you know what I mean, to like yeah. needing, twangy stuff. Yeah, because I, I just I moved out of my own. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta pay some bills, man. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. there's a billion country bands in Indiana. So uh, I joined a country band and learned how to try to play some country. And so I had to buy a Telecaster. There you go. So, <laughs> yeah. So, All right. So hope you guys enjoyed the show. That's it for today. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, make sure you send us an email at podcast at wampletpedals.com please review this on iTunes. I know that's kind of changed over the past couple months as far as what we've done, so yep. maybe review it again or tell your friends to review it. Maybe have your mom review it if, uh, if you've already reviewed it. And, um, yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment, share this with friends, and uh, send Max pictures of, of your first gear. Sure. Yeah, we can make fun of it. <laughs> <No? laughs> All right.